Hey, fall means family farm fun, and Bywater Farms Autumn Fest is back. Check out the new attractions like the Big Country Coaster, our Jump Zone, Jumping Pillows, and Rosie's Ponies. Or visit some favorites like the Pumpkin Canyon, the Five Acre Corn Maze, and the Spooky Farmhouse. Hay rides are included for everyone with tickets. And while you're here, get some homemade fudge, fried apple pies, and apple cider donuts. It's all there at Autumn Fest, now through October 31st at Bywater Farm in Georgetown. For more info, go to www.bywaterfarm.com. This is a paid program on 630 WLAP. Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. This week, joining us at Archmashrew, Philip Sexton, Mike Johnson, and our host, Tom Dupree. You know, um, it seems to me that Eric Clapton is, so when I was 15 years old, I was listening to Cream and things like that, and that was his rock and roll era, and how he's taken his career and extended it a lot longer than the Beatles, you know, and has morphed into kind of more of an easy listening type guy. I mean, he's aged with his audience really well. He's re- reinvented himself at least three times. You know, back in the 80s, you know, he had the Journeyman album come yeah. out. It was real pop kind of driven. Yeah. Um, and then he, in the nineties, early nineties, he had the unplugged come he out. Had that that o- was a, ocean four sixty one ocean Boulevard. That, that was, a, yeah, I think that may have been, I think that may have been before unplugged, but the unplugged really kind of put him back on the map right. with the acoustic Layla and yeah. And, and he had a blues album too. Yeah. He did one with BB King too. Uh, he had a blues album from the cradle. Then he did one with BB King. He, he has a very good sense of kind of where his audience is going. Yeah. So, which of course we do too. <laughs> so that was a segue into talking about our radio show. All right. 
So Elizabeth's going to play the back end of this song for the uh, second bump, and it really gets going instrumentally. So um, it's a, it's amazing. Okay. Uh, does the U.S. have a retirement crisis? This is from the Wall Street Journal, right? Or who's this from? I think it's Market Watch. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, I have uh, uh, sort of made my uh, opinion known on this kind of thing that I think really what we're doing, and I think it's starting to, I think a lot of people are also starting to see this, that this notion of just, you know, you retire at age 65 or what have you, with people living as long as they do, uh, you're kind of taking your life in your hands to just sort of start drawing on a pot of money. I don't care how big it is, you know, for 30 years or, or more. I mean, because there's just no way to know. I guess it was two weeks ago. It was either last week or the week before we were talking, uh, changing the notion to instead of saving for retirement, it's saving for life, you know, because yeah. of, you know, longer life expectancies, you know, cost of living, inflation, all those different things. Um, but I think that that plays into what you're saying. You know, you're saving to give yourself freedom. Well, a lot of these articles that get written, it's like they're kind of nervous about the idea of, oh, do you have enough to retire? And, you know, the, the idea of retirement is maybe 100 years old, but maybe not even that old. You know, for six millennia prior to that, people worked until they died, you know. I, I just don't see, you know, this thing really playing out like everybody expected it to. I, I just, you know, people, well, I might have to go back to work. Oh, God, that's horrible, you know. Well, what do you think everybody did for the last 6,000 years? You know, uh, what's what is it with that? I mean... Did, did they have retirement plans in India? I mean, uh, I mean, I know some people do, but you know, ninety nine percent of the people probably don't. So I think the idea of retirement, you know, has existed. There is a lot of old literature. So if you, there's this book called Poor Charlie's Almanac, uh, which is about Charlie Munger, you know, and he in the book he talks about the idea of retirement going back thousands of years and. The, the idea was not so much financial uh, retirement and financial security. It was about how to age well. Right. You know, how, as you get older, how do you take care of your health? How do you take care of, uh, you know, your other faculties, your brains? How do you stay active? So I, I think that idea has been around for millennia. Uh, and more recently, this notion that, you know, at the age of 65 or 70, you retire and then you just don't do anything. I, I think that's more of a very recent uh, industrial or post-industrial uh, age idea. It, it treats the human being as if it were a machine like the machine that the factory worker may have worked with that, that sort of wears out. And uh, I think there's some truth to that if you worked in an industrial job because you can get worn out doing just that. So maybe you do need to stop doing that if you worked at a factory and go do something else, but you don't stop. Right. And uh, I think as we've moved into a society, it used to be where, you know, there were multi-generational, there was multi-generational living, uh, you know, grandparents lived in the same household. In the same household. Uh, and as we moved away from that idea, I, I think, you know, there's a whole industry that's been created where, okay, once you retire, you need to have your own, whether it be assisted living or, so you need funds for that, um, or you need to go to a nursing home or a long-term care facility at some point. So, I, I, and, you know, so I, I think that's a, a whole new industry that's been uh, created. And, and it seems like, it's a very new experiment. So who knows, 50 years from now, we may be going back to, you know, multi-generational uh, family living. Um, and that could change the idea of retirement again. Well, I think the greatest thing that people have to 
deal with in their old age, two things, boredom and loneliness. Those are two things. And, you know, um, a community is made up of people of various differing age groups, backgrounds, uh, points of view, things of that nature. And, uh, you know, we crave community, uh, as human beings. We, if we can't find a community, we'll make one. And, uh, you know, uh, I just, some of the ways that they look at retirement, it always shows a guy and his healthy wife on a beach or he's supposed to be healthy also, but you know, it is, it doesn't always work like that. Yeah. I think too, what, what, you know, you, you talked about the, this article and these, these series of articles that, that get pumped out where, you know, kind of stoking this, this nervousness towards retirement. Um, you know, the, the interesting part of this that I found when I read it was, so they do a survey, um, and they said the results for 2019 had improved substantially over the previous survey in 2017 for both retirees and pre-retirees about the potential for outliving your money and things of that nature. Um, but the authors note that this finding is hard to square with the fact that the retirees retired much earlier than the pre-retirees expected to retire, and substantially more people expect to work in retirement than actually do. So it goes down here and it talks about pre-retirees versus retirees and how how concerned are you um, that you might not be able to maintain a reasonable standard of living for the rest of your life. And pre-retirees, 22% of them were very concerned versus retirees at 11%. Um, and then you might deplete your savings was the other question. 24% of pre-retirees versus retirees at 12%. And where I find the the interesting thing in this is that a lot of times it's due to a lack of knowledge. You know, you, you go through your entire career and you, you, you're just ingrained to just put your money in your 401k, let it do its thing, but you don't really build a sense of knowledge around what your your actual investments are and what it's actually worth to you down the road and so so you you don't you don't even look at yourself as being in the investment business which is what you're in if you have a million dollar plus portfolio you don't think about the core competencies that are involved in managing that money you know what kind of businesses do you need to understand and that sort of thing? Exactly. And and so when the thought of retirement comes up, you may have that million dollar account. And for you, you, you look at it as maybe even like a savings account going, golly, if I've got to take, you know, 40, 40, $50,000 a year out right. of this thing, that's only, that's only 20 years, you know, so you can do simple math like that, but you forget to factor in, potential compounding, right. um, all, all types of different things, what your actual needs are in retirement versus, you know, a lot of people, they, they look at, well, here's what I'm, here's what my paycheck is. Well, you're paying FICA tax on that. You're paying state income tax on that. You're paying local income tax on that. All three of those go away. You know, so you start to, you, you, you know, one time we were doing a seminar years ago and, and I said of course we all know that you don't pay you don't have to pay income tax anymore when you retire and then I went on and started talking and all of a sudden these people started going wait a minute what did he just say you know it was I just slipped it they in. said they said tell me more yeah <laughs> tell us is, is that what happens if we go with you all <laughs> where do I sign yeah where do I sign um but yeah and so you know, that's where when you find somebody, you when either A, you develop it yourself, or B, you find somebody to help you develop those core competencies and you start to understand, that's when that 22% goes to 11% because now you're retired and you have more comfort because you have more knowledge. I don't know. I'm not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I, I uh, mean, you're gonna have to. You're gonna I, have to. I will say you're that, gonna have to come at me a different. I way. will say that there has been a lot of people come in this door, and I, 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 I agree. I mean, bottom line, I'm, I'm, I'm. Listen, here's the thing, and, and I'll say this to any of our clients: you got to depend on more than us. You know, if you're just thinking that we're gonna do the deal for you, I mean, you got eight, nine, 10 hours in a day, you got to be productive. You got to figure out what you're going to do. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with getting paid for it. That's the way I look at it because that is a real world barometer of our, of our, I, our, I being productive <laughs> or are I not listen, there's jobs that 80 year old people could fill right now. Oh, you know, I can't work BS. They got it. People are looking for workers to do every kind of thing at good money too. There is no excuse not to go out and find something to do. None. I don't care if you've got $2 million in your account, you still got to do something with that eight hours in the day. Is that getting fired up, uh, up enough for you? You're just sitting there looking like a daggone Cheshire cat. Like you like to, you, 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 you sometimes what? you gig it. You, I've seen you. What? Oh, I don't, what do you mean? What? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just, all right. Now you, now you've got to explain Cheshire cat. What do you well, mean? That's a, a saying. Like in Alice in Wonderland yeah, where I'm like, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Oh, uh, you did. You read something that sounds like i'm just kidding. i watched the movie oh, oh okay <laughs> all right no it's just you know the thing of it is is that i mean i've seen these doctors come in here age 70 years old 68 years old they retire all that intellectual property that they have surrounding medicine gets lost because they can't pay uh the um uh premium, malpractice, malpractice premium and and see you know 10 patients a week it's not worth it so they've been told by the machine if you will you're out it's such a waste of uh, it just grieves me it bothers me it really bothers me yeah. i think there's some people need to get more creative about how they can spend their time and that's that's the key i mean we had, we had a meeting recently and the, the gentleman may be listening um, but oh, it, I hope he is. It, it, it was, it was, I loved what he said. Um, he's had a nice career, um, you know, nice retirement account. He's considering retiring and, and let me, let me put quotes around retiring. He said, one of the things I've never been a good plumber. He said, Love so it. I might become a plumber's apprentice. Why not? After I retire, learn what I've not been good at that I would like to be good at and get paid while he does it. And that was, that was one of the best things I've heard Why not? in a long time. Um, and if, if you're listening, kudos to you. Um, Who was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but the thing that we've, all of us here around this table have seen, you know, re retirement, the idea of retirement it's, it's so, um, specific, uh, or, uh, different for everybody. Just, just like personalities. Um, some people, they have the idea of, I want to retire because I'm tired and I want to, well, and we what? know who some of those are. Yeah. That's some people's idea of retirement. Work. Other people's idea of retirement are switching careers, doing this, being a consultant, you know, in whatever, profession they've had over the years everybody's different and the whole idea of having savings retirement assets um doing you know putting it back over the years said it and said it and said it and just say it again it's flexibility it's it's the right. freedom to do what you think is best and our job to the to our clients is to hear what they're saying, what they would like to do, and then be the voice of reason, saying, "Can you do it? Should you do it?" And, and that's that's our job. Tell that story about the lady that you knew growing up in Ashland that had the disability. Oh yeah, and raised the kids. Yeah, uh, it's actually uh, uh, f family member. Um, she uh, 
uh, I think it was, I think it was polio, uh, when she was young and, uh, ended up, uh, she lost use of both of her legs, uh, had three boys, um, was divorced, um, raised three boys from ages, I don't know, five all the way up and they'd be in the house playing and she'd be in there on, you know, pulling herself on her arms, vacuuming, cleaning up. I mean, you talk about tough and she, she's still living. Really? Yes. And just, um, an amazing person. But you think of something like that, you know, what, what's retirement for someone like that? You know, I mean, and that's the thing, everybody retire. The idea of retirement is so individualized and what they're going to do. Everybody has had challenges of some sort, job, life, whatever it is. And that plays a role in you all had the challenge of having to work with me. I know um, that's been a problem, (laughs) but it's, you know, everybody has because of their situation, because of what's happened in their life they have an idea of what retirement's going to be. Retirement could be literally not working, but volunteering, uh, and staying busy and providing time. So we have this idea that work is basically, uh, you know, painful that what we do our job and, and men have it really bad. I mean, we, we just have this notion that you're supposed to suffer in order to earn, earn a living, but there are elements of it that don't have to be painful. Um, and some people, Hey, fall means family farm fun and Bywater farms. Autumn fest is back. Check out the new attractions like the big country coaster, our jump zone, jumping pillows and Rosie's ponies, or visit some favorites like the Pumpkin Canyon, the Five Acre Corn Maze, and the Spooky Farmhouse. Hay rides are included for everyone with tickets. And while you're here, get some homemade fudge, fried apple pies, and apple cider donuts. It's all there at Autumn Fest, now through October 31st at Bywater Farm in Georgetown. For more info, go to www.bywaterfarm.com. It's scary to hear there's a foundation or sunken concrete problem with your home. Don't panic. Call the experts at the Dwyer Company, 859-231-0998. Dwyer is one of the largest and most trusted names in foundation repair, concrete lifting, and waterproofing. Dwyer's patented peering system can stabilize your foundation and raise your sunken concrete permanently. With the best warranties in the industry and over 30 years' experience, don't wait until the problem becomes an emergency. Call the experts at 231-0998 or visit DwyerCompany's.com. Com. view uh, what they've had to do for many years as just pain you know but I, I i don't feel too much pain right now that's because we haven't gone to the break yet i'm teasing it's time to go to a break we're here to educate god and empower you to have the retirement you envision for yourself and we are going to go to a break we're powered by dupree financial group Stay tuned. We'll be back in a few. This is what's happening. Ida's leftovers. There's a lot of damage. Take us some time to dig out of this. Get the latest. We will be putting Roe v. Wade on the floor of the House. Check in often. Leave our citizens behind enemy lines. With News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, I'm Tom Dupree. I've been in the investment business for 42 years. In this business, you observe human nature closely. And if you really observe, you might learn something. One thing I've learned is that when everybody is telling you something, it's usually wrong. Truth typically speaks in a small voice that requires effort and discernment to recognize. This is as true in the investment business as it is in life. Advice dispensed loudly and in a pushy way is usually being given with an ulterior motive, not one that is designed to benefit the hearer. For a free review of your retirement investment portfolio, Call to Prefinancial Group at 859 233 0400 
or look at DupreeFinancial.com. And be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show on Saturday mornings on News Radio 630 WLAP and Louisville's Talk Radio 1080 WKJK. What? Just 15 seconds to talk about Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea? That smooth taste of real brewed tea with just the right kick of alcohol? Mm. What? We started already. Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Look for it in the bright yellow cans. Twisted Tea Brewing Company, Cincinnati, Ohio. Please drink responsibly. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go, and you think of calling for a ride home. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone, drive sober, or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Hi, I'm Tom Dupree. I've been in the investment business for 42 years. In this business, you observe human nature closely, and if you really observe, you might learn something. One thing I've learned is that when everybody is telling you something, it's usually wrong. Truth typically speaks in a small voice that requires effort and discernment to recognize. This is as true in the investment business as it is in life. Advice dispensed loudly and in a pushy way is usually being given with an ulterior motive, not one that is designed to benefit the hearer. For a free review of your retirement investment portfolio, call the Prefinancial Group at 859-233-0400 or look at deprefinancial.com and be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree show on Saturday mornings on News Radio 630 WLAP and Louisville's Talk Radio 1080 WKJK. Mix of sunny clouds across the area today. We'll watch for a shower or two as the afternoon wears on. Temperatures upper 70s to around 80. Could be some heavy rain and thunderstorms in the town overnight and into early on Sunday. Afternoon starting to dry out by the end of the day. Mid-70s for a high. Labor Day itself looks really good. From the WKYT First Alert Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Bailey. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the Red State Barbecue Studios. This is News Radio 630 WLAP. He raids your fridge. Yada brada. Borrows your car without asking. Scratches? What scratches? He's your brother-in-law. I'll pay you back. He takes what's yours and there's nothing you can do. But when identity thieves want to take what's yours, you can do something. LifeLock by Norton monitors your info and alerts you to potential threats. If you become a victim, they can help fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com using promo code NEWS. Hi, I'm Tom Dupree. I've been in the investment business for 42 years. In this business, you observe human nature closely, and if you really observe, you might learn something. One thing I've learned is that when everybody is telling you something, it's usually wrong. Truth typically speaks in a small voice that requires effort and discernment to recognize. This is as true in the investment business as it is in life. Advice dispensed loudly and in a pushy way is usually being given with an ulterior motive, not one that is designed to benefit the hearer. For a free review of your retirement investment portfolio, call the Prefinancial Group at 859-233-0400 or look at deprefinancial.com. And be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show on Saturday mornings on News Radio 630 WLAP and Louisville's Talk Radio 1080 WKJK. 630 WLAP.
Welcome back to the Tom Dupree Show for the second half of the hour. Joining us, Sadarsh Meshru, Philip Sexton, Mike Johnson, and our host, Tom Dupree. I just wanted to play the second half because that, you know, I don't know. Eric Clapton on the acoustic guitar is just as moving and effective as he is, maybe more so uh, than he is on the electric guitar. So it's just, I like sharing music with people, you know. It, it, when do you ever hear stuff like this played on radio? Huh? Yeah, on talk radio. I mean, you don't. So we do something very unique. And that's why literally millions of people listen to us on the internet all over the world because they don't hear this anywhere else. Y'all didn't know that, did you? I tell you, and and y'all touched on this, but you, you talked about him transforming himself about two or three different times in his career. And I think the interesting thing, did you say five? Yeah. Okay. Tom talked about it. No, I've transformed myself. Oh, well, exactly. But I think that fits perfectly for what we talked about in the last break, too, in that what he did was he had a basic set of skills, and he used that basic exactly, skills. Exactly right. Basic set of skills to move in and out of different avenues of life, where when you look at someone – you know, if, if you have, we Mike talked about volunteering and, and using your time doing something productive in a volunteer pr- perspective. You need to know what your basic set of skills are to get into that next role. We have a new member of our team who's here with us today, uh, Missy Clifton. And uh, she has been different things in, in her career. You know, she was with uh, GE Capital. She was a, a a mother and a swimming coach and uh, ran r- yeah ran boards and things like that. But she had a mentor uh, in some ways in this business who was her father in law, a guy named Mac Clifton, who mentored me also. And I saw Mac uh, transform himself at times in the business. It's a thing that you have to do. Because you have to, you know, you've you've got to uh, be sensitive to what's going on. When you stop doing it, you are dead. When you stop doing it, you're dead. Missy, welcome. I just want you to say hello. It is a pleasure to be here, Tom. That's good. <laughs> a lot of words there. <laughs> uh, she'll have more to say later on. All right. Social security costs expected to exceed total income in 2021 is COVID-19 takes financial toll. All right. Here's the problem. So the social security trust fund has been hand to mouth for many, many years the idea that there's a trust fund sitting there throwing off income, it's it's not correct. It's it's BS. Uh, with lower um, employment taxes, lower FICA taxes, you got lower income into the trust fund and, you know, benefits. So... I've been saying this for years. You know, if you think Social Security is this rock-solid thing, you know, you you just need to look at its outgo is exceeding its income. And as you get more people into the uh, uh, retirement uh, arena as opposed to in the uh, working arena, you're going to have a problem. Yes. It'll be interesting to see what the what the outcome. If if you look at Washington, I mean they're politicians. They want to get elected. So, I had this conversation with somebody earlier today. Um, it's it's like putting a band aid on something that's not. I mean it's like putting a band aid on an amputated leg. 
um, you, you, they're not going to fix it because the the laws are being broken in the sense of, of financial laws, and you, there's Absolutely. no fixing that. You can't remedy it. Can't fix it. So what they'll do is some kind of Band-Aid. Um, maybe that's um, increase taxes. Maybe it's uh, extend the age. Maybe it's reduce the benefits, which they'd probably be leery to do because they want to get elected. Um, but for us, when we're talking to our clients and people – just with their financial situation. It's like, how do you plan for this? You know, how do you take this, uh, dynamic, implement that into your plan? And you, you have to always be conservative on your planning. Um, so let's say you're, you anticipate you're going to need a million dollars and everybody's seen the calculator as well. If I start at 30, I need to put this in there. Well, one of the variables is the rate of return. And that's, you know, some people put 12% in there and that's not a realistic number. Um, same thing with this. Um, I, be conservative uh, whenever you're trying yeah. to plan for what your income is going to be if and when you retire. Yeah. I mean, and, and here's another thing. A, a lot of people really believe that they're going to hit the lottery. Uh, that there's going to be some undetermined ship that's going to come in for them and that they're going to be, you know, not ever have to do anything anymore. And uh, I can tell you that that type of thinking is very unproductive because it causes you to ignore what's going on today. And they do that with investing also. You know, we're going to buy these tech stocks or we're going to buy this stuff or that stuff. Because it's probably going to hit a home run. And, you know, no uh, baseball team that is a really good team. Hey, fall means family farm fun and Bywater Farms Autumn Fest is back. Check out the new attractions like the Big Country Coaster, our Jump Zone, Jumping Pillows, and Rosie's Ponies. Or visit some favorites like the Pumpkin Canyon, the Five Acre Corn Maze, and the Spooky Farmhouse. Hay rides are included for everyone with tickets. And while you're here, get some homemade fudge, fried apple pies, and apple cider donuts. It's all there at Autumn Fest, now through October 31st at Bywater Farm in Georgetown. For more info, go to www.bywaterfarm.com. Won the World Series usually with hitting home runs. It was singles. You know, it's it's remember the... San Francisco Giants eight or twelve years ago, the what they win two or three World Series in a row, yeah. and they had a guys that looked like a bunch of skateboarders. Panda, and, yeah. Well, not I'm talking about the the white guys with the beards, and oh, they, yeah. they look like homeless people. I mean, Hunter you, Hunter Pence was on one. Of those yeah, he out. he looked pretty grungy. He, <laughs> he looked like he was a member of Nirvana or something. <laughs> but these guys could hit singles and get on base, yep. and they knew how to play small ball. And that's what this is about. This is about, you know, getting on base. You know, just Pete Rose, why was he so good? You know, with everything he did that was wrong, he could get on base. And, and, and you use these baseball analogies because it really does apply uh, to life. Um, it, it's the same thing. Yeah, and to, to your point, you know, when you look at Social Security as an entity – where they really where, where the problem really lies and it isn't in the the fica tax you know we can argue about all that at a different time but it's in the investment philosophy we, we won't argue okay about it's it's in the investment philosophy in that you know they their original thesis was well we'll take this this money we'll throw it in treasuries and we'll be able to earn a rate of return that when these people turn a certain age, they'll be able to offset X percent of their total income. The problem is, is that, well, here we are in a time of zero bound interest rates. And that was never projected yeah. 20 years ago. And also when you look at what U.S. Treasuries are supposed to do, part of the Fed uh, is they're supposed to, to follow real rates. So you're never really going to outpace inflation holding treasuries over a long period of time. You never have been able to. I mean, um, 
I, you I, could have if you'd bought treasuries at 12% back in the 80s and held them. And you'd have had to gone out 30 years. Yeah, you'd gone out 30 years. And then, even then. And even then, nobody had any money. Yeah, and if you did have money, would you have outperformed buying just the S&P 500 at that point in time? No. But the other thing is you couldn't keep buying bonds at 12% in the next five, 10 years. The rates kept dropping. And Correct. so as you added to your investment, you would have been reinvesting at lower and lower and lower interest rates. And, and just the interest payments themselves. Re, if you're reinvesting That's those. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It, all the, it, unless you bought zeros. Right. Yep. Unless you bought zeros. All right, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, I, I don't think the Social Security uh system was designed to really be a pension plan I, I think the the idea behind it was that um, there'll, there'll be a continuous influx of younger workers uh, who will keep paying money into the system whether the investments have a return or not uh, initially when it was started uh, 65 was you know the the life expectancy of people back in uh, uh, the 30s, 40s, and the idea was that some people may require social security, but we'll always have younger people who are in the right. system, they'll keep working. So I don't know if there, there was a pension sort of thinking that ever went into it right from the start. Yeah, really, it was. I don't was, think there was. It was a it was a, a poverty thing. You know, if somebody did live longer, you know, it was to keep some of those out of poverty, which the government would have to come in and, you know, support. Right, um, right. Hey, it, it's, that's where the psychology flipped, and that's what pushed mortality rates way out there. You told people, hey, if you live another 20 years, you're going to get paid. <laughs> Tell me that. I'll go another 20 real quick. <laughs> but on the investments. Only Philip would think of that. <laughs> on the investments, though, I mean, you look at uh, other nations' sovereign wealth funds, and they've been able to invest in common stocks. Right. And, you know, they're much better funded. So I was telling somebody uh, – this at lunch we went to norway about five years ago maybe so norway is about the size of kentucky it's probably got four or five million residents the land is much more forbidding and difficult from a natural resources point of view in terms of farming than kentucky um there's a big difference. Kentucky, and we've had probably just as much mineral wealth over the years that we could have derived severance taxes and things from. We are in a net credit, uh, debtor position. Norway has a sovereign wealth fund that by now, God, it's probably close to $2 trillion, I, I bet. Two say anywhere between one and a half and two trillion dollars a sovereign wealth fund that its benefits accrue to the citizens of norway all four and a half five million of them they don't have a very high birth rate you know except for the uh muslims that have moved in what is it according to wikipedia so that you tell me if the source is any good, but it turns out that it's about, so 5.2 million people, the fund is worth about $192,000 per, per citizen. Per person. Yeah. That's a so this is a thing that is a wealth fund that they have taken their, uh, a small amount of every barrel of oil that came off that uh, North Sea shelf, because that's where it's all come from, and uh, invested it. They didn't, obviously they took it out of the hands of politicians because it would be gone if that were the case because you know politicians like to buy votes and they love to buy them here in kentucky and it's been done for years but what's happened we've been left with an impoverished state and really this is the story of our country in many ways we've tried to do things more things than what we should have done we didn't invest wisely we didn't invest properly and therefore, we don't have what we should have. And, you know, these things have consequences. Yeah. I mean, when, when, you, when you think about it, just there, the consequences 
are just as dire from a government perspective as they are from a personal perspective. You know, when you look at you look at this this social security fiasco and now you're you're saying, All right, well where are we gonna be at twenty years from now? What's social security look like? What's the retirement paradigm look like? And so now people in our generation on this side of the table, I'll say, we're looking at, okay, does this twenty percent savings is that enough? You know, or where where do we go from here to find Just Don't think about quitting. Well, yeah. I mean here here's the thing. Let me ask you this question. Of people that we have as clients and that you talk to, the really good ones, do they factor social security in as being a hundred percent important or do their does their financial security come from elsewhere? The the social security is icing on the cake. Now, again, it, it depends. Um, depends on if they have debt. Um, you know, some, some people retire with mortgage. Um, most people don't retire with bad debt. I wouldn't call mortgage bad debt. It's actually good debt. Um, well, I sure felt good when they got mine paid off. <laughs> <laughs> but... If, if people have gotten their, their budget, uh, in line, um, the majority of people look at it purely from their investment savings and then the social security is kind of the icing on the cake. Yeah. I mean, you know, the people that we have that are what I would call the wealthiest people that we have basically live within their means exactly they generate a little more each month than what they spend mm -hmm. now you know there's different ways of doing that i mean not everybody i'm not saying don't spend money i mean i do spend it but i try to be careful and wise about it uh you know but there's times that you don't, and, and you have to be considerate of your situation, yep. your circumstances, and what you're generating in terms of cash flow into the household. The, the really interesting thing, and, th and this is a generational, uh, just just from uh, life events, um, some of our older clients, um, <laughs> frequently we tell them, spend some more money yeah. essentially is what we're telling them especially it's, the it, women yeah because they're from when they were growing up you know they didn't have much you know depression you know era yeah and they still think of themselves in that situation remember we had one client and she had this big portfolio and then uh she would have like 20,000 bucks in her savings account. And she said, oh, all I've got is 20 grand, you know? Yeah. She would think in terms of, I'll never forget this lady. This is before I started this firm. She lived out in the country. Her husband had left her big chunks of two different companies, GE and um, IBM. And he told her, don't ever sell any one of these two stocks. The dividends were fairly low. She had a little bit of social security and the dividends off of these stocks. She had a net worth of over a million dollars, but for her food, sometimes she would eat cat food. She, I mean, or, or something like it. She did not have, I'm joking there, but she didn't have any food, hardly any food because she wouldn't sell those stocks. She had a great net worth. Sometimes you have to be careful about thinking from a poverty viewpoint. You have to think in terms of being wealthy. So that's. Okay, Tom, we got to cut it off there. You know what time it is, Tom? Well, buy a little extra time. You I know, mean, I got more to say. Oh, my gosh. And I got something my to say, God. too. It's football time <laughs> in, in the, the Bluegrass. Blue 
We got to get out of here and make way for the UK pregame show. We appreciate you listening. We'd love to hear from you if you want to send us an email at info at dupreefinancial.com. Who are we playing? You can go to our website. I got to finish this first. Uh, And there's a, a text tab that you can contact us that way, too. We appreciate you listening. And go Cats. Bye. For more information about contests on this station, go to WLAP.com. This is what's happening. Ida's leftovers. There's a lot of damage. On WLAP. Take us some time to dig out of this. Recover from this devastating storm. New York City is in a state of emergency. This is one of the most difficult storms since Hurricane Sandy. Get the latest update. Ban abortion outright. That's what Texas has done. We will be putting Roe v. Wade on the floor of the House. Check in two, three, four times today. Leave our citizens behind enemy lines. This. The unemployment rate. A post-COVID low. Is News Radio 630 WLAP. This is Marcy Ansley, Executive Director at the Hearing and Speech Center. Our Birdies for Sound Beginnings Golf Scramble is on Monday, September 27th at the University Club of Kentucky's Big Blue Course. This golf scramble is a great way to support the center's mission to teach children with hearing, speech, and language impairments to listen and talk. Get more info about the event, sponsorships, and register your team at bidpal.net slash hscgolf. That's bidpal.net slash hscgolf. You're late news. News should be new. Crazy concept, right? Thankfully, WKYT is putting the new back in late news. WKYT News at 11 is always fresh with newer stories and more updates. So there's less repetition, which means no wasted time. I watch Sam and Amber for my news and Chris Bailey for a forecast that lets me know what to expect for tomorrow. WKYT News at 11. Newer, fresher, worth staying up for. Hey, fall means family farm fun, and Bywater Farms Autumn Fest is back. Check out the new attractions like the Big Country Coaster, our Jump Zone, Jumping Pillows, and Rosie's Ponies. Or visit some favorites like the Pumpkin Canyon, the Five Acre Corn Maze, and the Spooky Farmhouse. Hay rides are included for everyone with tickets, and while you're here, get some homemade fudge, fried apple pies, and apple cider donuts. It's all there at Autumn Fest, now through October 31st at Bywater Farm in Georgetown. For more info, go to www.bywaterfarm.com.